Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 92, Peace, You Can't Give What You Don't Have. Whether you're listening to this in real time, it would be July, end of July, and in St. Louis, it's 100 degrees today, and you may have children who have not been in a structured schedule because they're either not going to school or you're not homeschooling them, and so things kind of get a little crazy during the summer, and you're thinking this is not peaceful, or you're listening to this at some other time, and if you're a mother... I'm sure there's another reason why it's not peaceful. Because let's face it, motherhood is not peaceful oftentimes. But I want to talk to you about prayer. Because getting quiet and reconnecting with our creator, God, is an important component in keeping our peace. They say that phrases like, be not afraid or fear not, are in the Bible a total of 365 times. I don't know if that's true, but I think it's enough to know that Jesus referred to not being afraid many, many times. But we can't depend simply on ourselves to not be afraid. When I coach women who are dealing with fear, I help them see that fear is just an emotion that comes from something we think. Our brain likes to think things, especially things that cause fear, over and over again. We can certainly tell ourselves there's nothing to be afraid of, but it is much more effective to find proof. And we as Christians have the luxury, really the luxury, to find proof that God will take care of us from the words and actions of Jesus that we read in the Gospels. In fact, for all you Marthas in the world, and I'm one of them, we recount from the Gospels that Jesus was told that his friend Lazarus, Martha's brother, was dying. Jesus waited two days before going to Lazarus. Why? Why did he not hurry off to see Lazarus before maybe he died, or to be there to comfort Martha and Mary as their brother was ill and dying? Jesus didn't hurry off because he knew what he was going to do. And in his delay to come help his friends, Martha's faith was tested. When he finally arrived, she said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Martha had matured in her faith to the point of believing that Jesus could and would take care of anything even bringing her dead brother back to life. And he did. You don't have that kind of faith without having a close, intimate relationship with Jesus. And close relationships, whether with people in our lives that we can see and touch, or our relationship with Jesus, doesn't just happen. 
We have to work on it, tend to it. I have rose bushes in the front of my house that my husband tenderly takes care of for me. He waters them, feeds them, and protects them from disease and pests. They're beautiful, and periodically he cuts some and brings them in for me. But they're not just for me. These massively beautiful roses that cover the front of our house are a source of God's beauty for our whole subdivision. Everyone who drives down the street can see the beauty and elegance of these roses, bringing to their life a small consolation in what may have otherwise been a difficult day. That's what we're called to be, to our family and friends, really to anyone we meet. That small consolation of beauty of God's creation. Michael and I go on a nightly walk with our small blonde child, Daisy, our golden doodle. And if you have a golden doodle, I think you probably know what I mean. They're like the perfect dog. Anyway, we walk by a development of villas. They're expensive villas. The pond is well taken care of with little ducklings. The lawns are manicured and trees are trimmed well. Yet they didn't take care of their rose bushes at the entrance gate. And those bushes, the same kind I have, were decimated by a disease that went through the area at the beginning of the summer. Every blossom died, every leaf turned brown and fell off. Those bushes are struggling now to come back with the second round of growth, but they're having so much trouble. And they're ugly. They're not beautiful. My bushes are strong, healthy, blooming, and beautiful because they have been tended to. Tend to your interior garden. Nurture your relationship with Jesus through time and prayer. Bring to him your worries, frustrations, and fears. And take time to see your gifts and your prayers answered and thank him. Read the Gospels in the New Testament for 10 minutes a day and ask God how you can live that message better in your life. It's good for you. It will bring you peace. With consistent time of prayer, even just 10 minutes a day, you will nurture and tend to your relationship, which will produce a spiritual life that looks like my rose bushes, healthy, strong, and able to withstand contradictions, drought, and pain. And that interior beauty will radiate to all you care for and meet in your day. So many young moms ask me how they can make sure their children grow up loving and living their faith. And I tell them the answer is simple. Love and live it consistently in your own life. Teach them to care for their interior garden, their relationship with Jesus, by tending to your own. Help them to understand the consequences if they don't. The feelings of anxiety, fear, and loneliness that they'll have and not know what to do with. But mostly, teach your children to love for the beauty of love. Not because they must or they'll go to hell if they don't. But for the joy and peace that a relationship with Jesus 
a well-tended interior garden brings. Take care. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.